On the Crosstalk on WIZM, I'm Mike Hayes. Expected, most people expected a ruling from the Supreme Court yesterday since it didn't come on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Most uh, people that I spoke with thought we'd get uh, a ruling from the Supreme Court yesterday. That didn't happen. And so, I don't know, now what? A guy who's considerably more connected than I, our guest on the Crosstalk this morning, 3rd District Congressional Republican Party uh, chair for the 3rd Congressional District. Bill Fian. good morning. Thanks for talking with us. Good morning, Mike. Were yeah, you... it's been uh, been a really frustrating uh, week or so here for people. Uh, uh, everybody's waiting to see what, how the Supreme Court's going to rule. And early this morning, I had some uh, text messaging back and forth with our state chairman, who was Governor Walker's chief legal counsel. And, uh, you know, he was kind of expecting we might see uh, that ruling yesterday. Uh, but these are very weighty matters. They they go right down to the constitutional powers of the governor and the legislature. Um, so his thought was they, they want to get it right because this is going to have implications for the long term. So uh, I know Sue and I are, are really anxious to, to get a ruling. Uh, there is no plan in place. So how do you plan yeah. for reopening your business when you have absolutely no idea when that might happen? Well, and and uh, your business, uh, Sue Colby's Hair Design, you can't open yet because because people don't need a haircut, I guess. You can be all scruffy. Uh, uh, yeah. Luckily, I work in radio, so nobody notices, uh, which is really unfortunate. And I've had conversation this morning with people wondering, why can't Kohl's open, but, uh, but Walmart can uh, you know, five customers. Well, because the governor's uh, reopening uh, aimed at helping small business, except uh, uh, places where you get your hair cut or your nails done. I haven't had a nail, my nails done in a really long time, but getting a haircut, I, I don't know. Is this going to help? Are small businesses uh, taking a deep breath and getting ready to reopen even with only five customers at a time? Well, you know, uh, I don't think uh, very many businesses can operate. Uh, their budgets wouldn't uh, sustain on five customers at a time. I, that's certainly not the case at Sue Colby's or the Salon Professional Academy. Um, it's just hard to understand why uh, these larger businesses that people are being allowed to go about business, hundreds of people can be there. And, uh, you know, for instance, at Sue Colby's at a really busy time, there might be 20 people in the bu- in the building. Yeah. So um, it's just it, it doesn't make much sense to us. Uh, what we really need is we really need to know uh, a date certain when we'll be able to reopen. Sure seems to us and a lot of other people like uh, there really should be no reason why we're not open at this time. Right. And of course, uh, you know, we want to implement a lot of safeguards to make our employees and our customers um you know, feel at ease. So, sure. And it would uh, seem that that would be possible at a place like Sue Colvey's. A little more difficult at uh, Kohl's, for instance. I can't imagine that they or or uh, uh, Hobby Lobby or some of those uh, businesses that have larger structures are going to open knowing that they can only allow five people at a time in the store. So it's going to be a while for the larger stores that have uh, single entrances or in a strip mall, that sort of thing. This is aimed purely, it seems like, at small businesses. Yeah, there, there are a lot of people that question whether this is uh, bad intentions on the governor or just incompetence. And uh, 
most of the time, my experience is the things we think are come from malfeasance or really just incompetence. Um, it, it's hard to understand why somebody who's a trained cosmetologist, who's trained in uh, hygiene and sanitation, um, there, there are great lengths that are taken every day to ensure uh, that no communicable diseases could be passed you know, when you come in to have those types of services. Um, every single one of our persons uh, is educated, uh, licensed by the state. Uh, is that true for all the people that work at Home Depot or Sam's Club? Yeah. Uh, I think not. Yeah. It's really hard to understand why they choose to shut down uh, people who actually have extensive training in these areas. What do you think about churches reopening? Should they be allowed to reopen with, uh, with guidelines of some sort, more than five worshipers at a time, I would hope? Well, you know what? Uh, what we did was we reviewed the WMC, uh, the state chamber's uh, guidelines, and uh, you know, so probably at least a good first step would be to allow all places to open uh, with reduced occupancies. So every building is rated with an occupancy code, and uh, you could reopen those places and just say we're only going to allow fifty percent of that capacity of people to be in. You can still practice social distancing. Uh, you know, depending on if it's a private entity like Menards has decided that nobody can come in without a, a mask. Uh, at the end of this whole thing, I think it's time to let people uh, judge for themselves. Right. Well, if, and that's if, what's. If you're on, go ahead. That that's what's happening, at least with regard to uh, Menards and Home Depot, for instance. I talked with a couple of uh, of roofers yesterday. Uh, insulators, and they said, I'm shopping at Home Depot now because I have to wear a mask for my job. If I have to wear a mask when I go shopping, I'm I'm not going to. And those are self-imposed regulations from Menards. Wear a mask if you're going to shop. Home Depot hasn't made that determination yet, but that's not on the governor. That's on their business, their decision. Right. Right, that's right. That's called freedom, and and every uh, sure. business that's privately owned has the right to set their own standards. Right. And I, I would just say that uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people at home that are listening that uh, are still uh, very uh, concerned about all this. Uh, they're fearful, and uh, I think it's time to start to recognize that the consequences of uh, our cure for this disease are far worse than the consequences of allowing people to get back to their lives. Uh, Milwaukee County has had a 54% spike in overdoses, 80% increase in suicide attempts, 70% increase in mental health uh, uh, concerns. Uh, That's from emergency uh, medical services in Milwaukee. The state's lost $870 million in tax revenue in the month of April. And the city of La Crosse and La Crosse County are going to have major budget budget deficits. Um, We need to start reopening our state or these consequences are going to become even worse, and uh, and they're going to be terrible. It's, it's going to be months and probably years before we're able to dig ourselves out of this. Well, let's hope that it's not years. Months, I would I would go with months, sure. I hope it's not m- more than that. We'll keep an eye on it, though. Bill Fian, I appreciate you spending time with us this morning. Uh, time is way shorter when you and I are talking, but I appreciate it. Uh, right now, <clears throat> I got to go.